So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries program. We are so delighted you have joined us, and it's a wonderful day uh, for us to use the Word of God and great power with great faith to see the things and the miracles and the outcomes that we all desperately need and are, are totally dependent on the Lord for. Uh, no matter what station or situation in life, what your circumstances may be, the Word works. <laughs> and we have found that to be true, yes, haven't ma'am. we? You know, and we've over, got some over tenure. Over a long period of time. <laughs> That's right. We've got some tenure to show for it. And we are so grateful for this simple, this simple thing that we pick the right God. Absolutely. That we literally put our trust in a God that we know loves us, who is faithful, who does not lie, who has all the power, all the knowledge, all the wisdom, (laughs) anything you could possibly want. And who is a good God. Who is, yes. And the Bible, just the simple statements, you know, that we've read over and over through the years that the Lord is good. Absolutely. And, and his, his mercy, mercy endures forever. Forever. And I love there, Terry. I would encourage everybody to read Psalm 107 because within that one psalm, it says it like four or five times that, that oh, that men would praise the Lord yes. for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. Yes. So that's where our heart of praise is today, that no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the emotional state, uh, your thoughts or other people may try to influence you for, you can grab hold of your own soul and go read like Psalm 107 out loud, preach it to yourself, (laughs) and then just have a wonderful Holy Ghost revival right there in your own home, praising the Lord for His goodness and loving kindness and His wonderful works to the children of men. Amen. Amen. I like it. Yeah, no, that that worked. You know, what a day it is to be alive, Renee. It is, absolutely. Who ever dreamed? (laughs) No. Who ever dreamed that we would come through a year in America, no, like uh, 2020? Yes, And who would dream that we would be uh, here in uh, 2021 and dealing with the garbage and the junk and the uncertainty and no, that's the right. hypocrisy and the lies and oh, the uh, the attack of the devil from a, from a direction uh, that we never dreamed would come. No, you know? that's right. And Abraham Lincoln, I guess, was the smartest one. He always yes. he said back in the eighteen hundreds, he said, "If America ever falls, it'll be it won't be from the enemy without; it'll be from that fifth column within." No, exactly. The military talks about the fifth column. You know, you may be right. you're in the fort and they attack you from the east, west, north, and south. Those four columns, but uh, you can hold them. Off, but that fifth column, the one in your own house, the, no, one, that's right. the one in your own fort, 
uh, is the problem. And that's what Abraham Lincoln said. He said, if America ever gets brought down, it won't be from outside forces. Isn't that it'll, it'll be from the from the folks within. And I tell you, whoever dreamed we would have had to deal with that no, in America. In America. In America. You know, and I was listening to a pro, to a, a, a speech by Ronald Reagan back in 1964. I think he oh, wasn't, really? he, wasn't, he wasn't president then. Well, uh, he didn't get elected until 1980. Right. Right. But uh, but he made this fabulous, marvelous speech. Uh, I guess it was at the Republican National Convention. Right. Uh, and, of course, 64, you know, Kennedy had just died, right. been assassinated, and, and we were we were just getting hot in Vietnam, you know, and things oh. were— and, and America was about to start going downhill. Right. For the first time ever in for history. For the first time ever, And that's yes. when uh, it, was, it was the 1964 Democratic National Convention where we rioted for the first time, where, right. where our government actually, actually let people— Riot and be violent. Uh, let the Democrats get out there and do tragic. that the very first time. Very, I'm not talking politics. Tragic. I'm talking history. No, uh, that's right. It was a historical event because before that we always upheld the Constitution that says you can have peaceful assembly. Right. In America, you're an American. You have the right to peacefully assemble. Right. What else? Uh, but, much more but dignified. You used to get, but you'd get put in jail for what they called inciting to riot, right. stirring people up to riot. Right. And that was the first time that that, that, that happened, and, and America started going downhill fast. And uh, But anyway, I was listening to his tremendous speech from 1964, and he might as well have been talking about today. No, it, right. it absolutely I heard was part of powerful. It too, in fact, I'll put it on my I'll put it on my Facebook Please page do. because people want to hear it that. was just it was just powerful that he just nailed it. Yes, uh, on the things that are were going on then, my and what goodness. the what the people were trying to do mm-hmm. then uh, oh. to subvert America. And uh, you know this is the, the the land of the free and the home of the brave. Exactly. And, and and Reagan himself said it was the bright shining light on a hill. Right. You know, and and of course it's the only nation, Renee. The United States is the only nation on the planet right. that was created for one purpose and one That's purpose right. only, and that was to worship and serve Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Amen. The, those pilgrims left right. England where they were under religious persecution. They were being forced to to worship the way the state told them to, the way the government told them right. to, to go to the church that the state told them to go mm. to. Uh, and they had, they had no freedom of worship. They could worship, but they had to worship the way they were being told to. It's kind of like last year in America. You yeah. know, exactly. Yeah, you can't go to church, but you can watch it online. You sort can't, of you like can't, You can't go to any in-person. Uh, yeah. and, and so uh, he just made such a powerful speech, and it was just so tremendous. But this nation was founded for the explicit purpose That's right. of worshiping God. And then our founders, our, what we call our, our, our founding fathers, uh, uh, and the signers of the Declaration of Independence, those, those 58 signers, uh, made it very clear that we would have religious liberty and that we would have freedom they of sure speech. We would, have, we would have freedom of assembly, peaceful right. assembly, that, right. that we, we had all these rights. We had the right to to life, right? You know, and of course now we've taken that away from unborn babies, but the, the life to liberty, the my, right to my, liberty. My. We have an absolute right to liberty, an absolute right to life. And then they put an interesting thing there in the Constitution and said uh, we have the right to the pursuit, pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Everybody right. says, "Well, I want to be happy. God wants me happy. The government needs yeah. to make me happy." Yeah. No, no, no. You're not. You're not guaranteed to be happy about that's the Constitution. Right. You're guaranteed to be able to pursue it. Pursue it, and that's you know, a, you have the right to the yeah, pursuit yeah. of happiness. And so, uh, it, it, it's well, like I said when I started a minute or two ago, we just never dreamed we'd be here. 
Right. We never dreamed that in America, in the United States of America, in the in the red, white, and blue, in the no, land of the did. free, in the home of the brave, that, is absolutely that we would wrong. ever have to fight the way we've had to fight to worship God, right? And to and to have everybody uh, have the right to to speak, the freedom of speech, right? right. Uh, and now all of a sudden, people have been censored. Uh, all these crazy media uh, platforms have censored people. Uh, I saw I saw an advertisement. I don't know a few weeks back, and it had this it had the logo or the symbol for Apple. You know, Apple computers, right, Apple right. Apple iPhones, and it had the, it had the symbol of the icon for Apple, and it said. Uh, and it said, Apple, uh, if you don't think like us, we'll censor you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just so anti-Constitution. It's, it's yeah, just so anti-America. It's, it's so anti-God because yes, we've always yes. had the right to stand up as an American and say anything we wanted to. Right, right. You know, the only thing you can't do is get in a crowded theater and yell fire. You know, no, I mean, right. but you could talk about the government, talk about the president, you talk about complain about, about, uh, complain about anything, anything and everything yeah, you wanted to. Right. And then you had the right to get together and vote and change things. Right. So we've never been in a day like this today. So enough of that. That uh, it, it's not affecting you and me because we're faith people, right? And we're word people, right. and we we know how to face adversity. We know how to face challenges. We know how right. to face those kind of things. I've I've dealt with communist countries uh, all my yes, you have fifty three years of third world missionary evangelism. I've been in socialist states, communist states, mm. police states. Uh, I've been to places where there's no food on the shelves and, and long, long, long lines, you know, and people are so just uh, living in poverty and dependent yes. on the government. The yes. government doles out. That's why they used to call it being on the dole if you're on welfare. Right. Because exactly. the government doles yeah, out. That was from the Great Depression. That's from the Great Depression. Yes. yes. And, and, and so the government would dole out what they want you to have. Yeah. And then the great communist lie is that, oh, if you become communist, there'll be we'll no poor be people. <laughs> Everybody will be the same. That's yeah, it's been like the, the biggest Tower lie. Of Babel that's been the biggest yeah. lie ever perpetrated on mankind because no, that's right. uh, every communist country I've ever been to, it's not, it's not we're all the same. It's that everybody's poor except <laughs> the government leaders, and they're rich. Yeah. You know when Mr. Castro, when Fidel Castro, the leader of Cuba for all those years, when he died— he literally had he had four hundred million dollars in something? the bank accounts in Europe, not in Cuba, in Europe. Uh, so, so really, they weren't the same. Really, they weren't equal. No, they the people, were not. The, the people who were who uh, the, the Cuban nationals, the Cuban citizens that I preached to for so many many decades, uh, they weren't allowed to eat beef. Mm-hmm. Even though there's cows there, it's right. illegal for Cuban to eat beef or fish. Still there? to this day, and they can't uh, fish. Can they, they? they? They can't eat seafood. Yeah. Now they're yeah. an island surrounded by ocean. Isn't that Florida's famous for serving its stone crab? How unjust. Well, where do you think the stone crab comes from? I mean, there's only 90 miles that separates Florida and Cuba. Those stone crabs are there, and, and they're not allowed to eat them. They can't eat lobster. They can't eat stone crab. They can't eat any kind of crab. They can't eat fish. I mean, it's just oppressive. Right. That the government's going to tell you what you can eat, what well, you can eat, what you can do, what you can. And you know, whenever I'd go and preach to those pastors over there, I just I'd go to the black market and I'd buy beef and I'd buy seafood and I'd buy fish and I'd buy crab and I'd feed those pastors. I tell you, they thought they were feasting and they were feasting, you know. And yeah. I'd, I'd feed them and bless them and minister to them because when I first started going to Cuba, uh, they literally were eating mops and brooms. Now, My an American goodness. didn't know that you could eat mops and brooms. Right. Now, if this country falls the this way everybody wants it to, you, you may find out that you can eat a mop and a broom. Right. But uh, uh, they would take a mop and a broom 
and put it in a a vat, a, a pot Jesus. of of pig fat, my, my, of pork my. fat, and then boil it. Boil that mop and broom for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Sometimes for days. And after a while, that wood and that straw and that fiber breaks down in that pig fat, and it gets to be a fibrous where you can chew it. And so then they'd take it out and serve it and eat it. And of course, it tasted goodness. wonderful because it tasted like bacon. Right. It tasted like pig fat. Right, right. And, and it had the fiber of the, of the wood and the straw. And so they would My eat goodness. that. And, of course, they also ate dogs. And, of course, they also – actually, one of the years I was over there, they were putting, they were putting medical doctors in prison and restaurant owners in prison – and if you try to figure out, well, what does the correlation between the medical doctor and, and the restaurant owner? Well, the doctors were selling cadavers, dead people, to the oh, restaurants. And the restaurants goodness. were cooking them up and serving them to the people. And so it, it, was, it was bad. Oh. That's, that's, that's what a communist country will do for you. Well, it's the exact opposite. And I, and I, have, I figured this out in the ninth grade because I had such a great civics teacher. I think about him all the time, <clears throat> Patrick H.H. Harrington. He was a, a retired military major in the Marines. And, uh, man, he was so sold on the freedoms of America yes. and how our government worked. And he had been places in the world where he had seen, like you had had, um, have. And just the exact opposite of the gospel is that it leaves the individual believer with such great freedom and autonomy. Yes. And you and you take the responsibility <clears throat> for your Amen. life. Yes. You make your own decisions. You choose, like the Bible says, you know, there in Deuteronomy, the Lord says, I set before you life and death, right. blessing or cursing. Therefore, hello, here's the answer. Choose life yeah, here's and an, blessing. <laughs> here's an inside <laughs> tip. Choose inside life. Tip. Choose you know, blessing. Yeah, right. It, there's not even a, a test But it is there. your choice. And it is your choice. And that's exactly the concept, the the mindset, the thinking of the, our founders was that uh, you have been given certain inalienable rights yes. by your creator. Yes. Not to by the learn, government. Not by the government. No, no, no. The government gave us none of those rights. None of those rights. God gave us those rights and can't be taken away, according to our founding fathers. Exactly. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Make your choice. Yes. And God sets it out there, off through the Old Testament and the New Testament. The believer becomes yes. the master of of their own world. No, absolutely. But let me, and, let me, and that's we, the opposite. <laughs> we, we've talked about all the bad stuff here and eating up, what, 13 minutes. Uh, so let me get to the positive point. But where, where Thankfully. It's where I wanted to go with this. Thankfully. Uh, but we all know where we're living. We all know where we were last year and where we are so far this year. Uh, but, but faith people, God's people, Word people, people that were not just not just love God, but that would know the word right. and stand on the word to make something happen. Right. And there's a difference. There, there's your normal believer that just loves God and they're saved. They're born again. They'll go to heaven when they die. But they just believe the nominal sermons and just believe a, a low level of information of the Bible yes. and just take some scriptures here and there that have been mm -hmm. preached for centuries uh, and just think, oh, well, God must want us sick or God must want us poor. Or God's making us, giving us cancer. or God's doing these bad things. We just have to suffer. We just have to put up with it. Que sera, whatever will be, will be. But there's been that remnant all through the word. I mean, the Old Testament and New and still today that we say, no, 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 no. That's not what the Bible says. God is a good God, and His Word is absolute truth. Jesus said in John 17, Father, Thy Word 
is truth. And so people have looked to the word and looked to God and said, no, 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 we're not going to live like that. That's not right. That's, that's Bible mythology. That's not true Bible. That's, that's just what people have said the Bible says. But we look into the word and say, hey, we can live by faith. That's right. And, you know, four times during the, during, in the Old Testament and New, God tells us plainly the just, meaning That's the justified right. or the yeah. redeemed or the Christian, the man and woman of God, the just must, M-U-S-T, must live by Faith. And I feel like that that's like when you say four different times, that's north, south, east, and west, summer, fall, winter, spring. All go. the time, the just shall live by Good faith. Work. There's no days off. Yes. <laughs> no season it's not going to work in. It's always going to work. But Habakkuk 2 4 tells us in the yes. Old Testament, the just shall live by faith. Yes. And then the Apostle Paul down. told us in, in, in Romans chapter 1, he said, the just shall live by faith. Yes. And then yes. Galatians tell, tells us, the just shall live by faith. And then Hebrews tells us, the just shall live by faith. Duh. It's like, is God trying to tell us something? Because, right. because there's Thank a, you, Lord. Thank the, you, Lord. Because there's a there's a people out there. Hallelujah. People listening to us today that, that make a decision of, no, I'm going to do the faith walk. I'm yes. going to be a man or woman of faith. Today. There's single women out there with uh, mothers with kids yes. that, that may be wringing their hands because but uh, choose life, because sweetheart. relatives and friends choose and TV and media are saying, you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it. Yes, and she will. can stand there and say, hey, God's word works. Yes. I can take Hallelujah. God's word. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I'm it a believer. I'm a, I'm a proactive word of faith <laughs> person. Right. And I'm going to take this word and make it work. And my babies aren't going to starve. That's exactly my babies right. aren't going to do with that. That's We're not exactly going to die of COVID-19 right. or COVID-20 or COVID-25 or, or anything else. We're, we're going to live and not die That's and right. declare the works of the Lord. Yes. And you know, one thing I think. <laughs> you uh, preach me happy. Well, good. About time we get happy. <laughs> That's uh, right. When we stay happy, it's about yes. time the world gets happy. But it, but, but you I know, one, one of the big happy. things, you know, when you and Dean started out so many years ago and Jackie and I started out so many years ago, um, uh, we were both my, raised in my, Pentecostal my. churches, and they were good people, precious yes. people, wonderful people, marvelous people. I couldn't say mm. enough good things about them. That's but they right. taught that nominal, que sera, sera. Yes. Let's just hope. about everybody across the board. We're just a yeah. hoping and a praying Catholics, that God will. Baptists, Methodists, Pentecostals. Just yeah. across the board taught that. We're just a hoping and a praying. Yeah. You never know what God's <laughs> going to do. We're just a hoping you and a praying. You didn't know the problem was coming from God or the devil. Oh, no. So you, you never could attack it with any certainty in your own well, heart. And there's a, there's, a, there's a spiritual law that people need to be made aware of, too. And that is if you think somewhere in your spirit, man, somewhere in your heart, yeah. somewhere in your believing system, somewhere you actually believe way back in the back recesses of your mind somewhere, <laughs> you actually believe that God may be doing this to me. Yeah, God no, may no, want no. me poor. God yeah, may right. want me sick. God may have yes, given me this yes. sickness. God may be teaching me a lesson. Yeah. God may be allowing me to go through. God may be testing me. Right. If you think that somewhere in you, then many times it's impossible. Right. And almost all times it's very difficult right. to get you delivered and get you out of that mess because you, you, you've got yeah. to divorce. Right. D-I-V-O-R-C-E. You've right. got to divorce the idea that God is somehow responsible and, for your problem. Right, yeah, any part of the problem. If you're still thinking God's somehow part of your problem, you're going to have to get find a way that. to get, get rid of that. Yeah, get rid of that. you got to get, get into that. the Word. Kill it. Stomp That's exactly it. Right. Kill beat it. it. 
<laughs> curse it, damn it, <laughs> rebuke That's right. it. That's right. First buke it and then rebuke it. I mean, it's got to go. Well, it's get like it on out a computer. Of your, you have get to it delete out of your that thinking. out of your head. No, absolutely. But 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 back then, when I started saying, back when y'all started, we started. The thing that, that I think turned us on, that made a difference in our life, that flipped the switch, because we were nominal, normal Christians. <laughs> That's right. We loved That's God. Right. We were filled yeah. with the Holy Ghost. We prayed in right. tongues. We prayed for sick yeah. people. We, right. we believed. The, I mean, we were good. Oh, yeah. We didn't live in right. sin. You yeah. know? I always uh, say we were the good guys trying well, yeah. to serve God. Yeah, we know? never, you know, drink, dip, cuss, spit, chew, <laughs> whittled. <laughs> you know, or ran around those that did. I mean, we right. we 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 served God and loved Him, right. but we bought into that that we were taught. Right. But something flipped a switch on the inside of us to where, and I think the big change, the big key, the big factor, the thing that put us over mm-hmm. was to realize that God is the God of the now. All right. That that Hebrews eleven one says now. Right. Faith is now. Faith. He doesn't is. say yesterday. Faith was. Right. Tomorrow faith will be because all of our peers and, and older people in church, right. they'd stand up and give a testimony in church and they'd say, and they'd say, well, you know, one of these days when we get to heaven or one of these yeah. days, or I'm it just, I'm always, just a holding on yeah, to, to right. and, and it was always a future, 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 future. And, and, and everybody and loved that. By by. Everybody loved that. If you stood up and said two things in church, they loved you. If you got up and talked about the past and said, oh, hallelujah, wasn't it wonderful on Abraham's day? Yes, yes. brother Terry. Amen. That's Wasn't exactly it wonderful right, in Terry. Abraham's day? Wasn't it wonderful in Isaac's day? Wasn't it wonderful in Isaiah's right. day? Wasn't it right. wonderful in David's day? Wasn't it wonderful? Oh, praise <laughs> the Lord. And everybody just get to shouting happy. Yeah. Or if you said, oh, I tell you, yeah. it's going to be wonderful in heaven. Won't it be I tell you, when there? we get to heaven, you're going to come by my no mansion and I'll come by bear. your mansion and we'll we'll have a cup of coffee for three or four hundred years and then we'll visit the for a thousand years. Oh, it'll be wonderful. And there'll be no sickness in heaven, no disease in heaven, no sorrow. It'll be wonderful in People yeah. just sit there and say, oh, praise the Lord, amen, yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> if you ever said now, now, right they got, now, they got, today. They got mad at you. Yeah. Because it was that's like, what happened to Jesus in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Well, and people said to us, you know, and I, we were just in our early 20s like y'all were. And people oh, yeah, say, we were y'all young are whippersnappers. Telling, y'all are telling God what to do. Oh, yeah. If you, if you said, I'm going to have it that. now, God's going to meet my needs today. If, if you stood up and yeah. said, we don't get sick. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was like, <laughs> if you brought it what? Into, yeah. yeah, you know, and God's going to meet all They'd my say, needs. They'd say, who do you think you are? Well, the, the thing with We'd being say, a well, nominal. I think I'm a child of God. I think I'm, I think I'm air and joint air. I think I'm, you know, yeah. and that'd make them even more mad. I know. If you quoted scripture, back up what you were saying, then that was always, you know, offensive but too. But see, see, that happened to Jesus. No, that's right. Jesus walked into the to the synagogue to the, to right, the church right uh in luke chapter four found where it was written and they gave him the scrolls <laughs> yes and asked yes, him to yes. read read so he found and so it says he found the place where it was where it was written about him him that's right well that's what you ought to be doing you ought to get in that word and find out where it's written about <laughs> what you. did god say about you and it's and a so whole he, book he opened that scroll which happened to be isaiah 61 yes he yes. opened isaiah 61 and he read verse one wow, and two what a moment and he read it to the church <laughs> and said, The Spirit of the Lord is Hallelujah. upon me. Hallelujah. And has anointed me. Yes. To heal the brokenhearted, to preach the gospel it's to the poor. Me. Yeah. And uh, and they just all sit there and said, Yes, praise the Lord, Brother Jesus. Oh, that's good scripture reading. Glory, glory. Oh, that's wonderful. And so they just thought it was great because he's reading <laughs> Isaiah. Well. 
And, I would and, have loved to have And then it that. says that he folded the scroll, rolled the scrolls back up, yes. gave them to somebody, and he sat down. And there's just, oh, brother Jesus, come back and come back and read again for us next week. Oh, that yeah. was wonderful. Yeah. And then he said something that just drove them nuts. It just freaked them out, made them <laughs> mad. They wanted to kill him. And he said, sure uh, by the way, today. Today, right now. Today. Now, thanks. This scripture, Isaiah 61, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Isn't that something? It made them so <laughs> mad. They freaked wow. out. They wanted to excommunicate him and shoot <laughs> him and stab him and hang him and kill him and ban him That's from church just how forever. Ignorant religion. Because if he'd have said, if he'd have said, oh, that was so wonderful in Isaiah's day. Oh, it's going to be so wonderful when we get to heaven, yeah. which is all true. But he didn't say that. He said, today. No. Really. I'm here today. Right. Bring on the brokenhearted today. Bring Isn't on the something? sick today. Bring on the poor today. What a plan he Bring had. on the demon possessed today. I'm here to well, set the captive free today. today right now. And now it they, messed them up. They wanted to kill him graveyard dead. Isn't that something? And it still affects the church that way well, today. And, it, and so when you and Dean as young kids yeah. and Jackie and I as young kids would stand up in church and say, God's here today. <laughs> It would just freak people out. Oh, We'd say, wow. we don't get sick because mm -hmm. the word says, by his stripes, we are here. <gasps> oh, I know. I know. I'm, my little boys. You know, We're prosperous. We, we've talked God about that. God meets all our needs according to his rich and glory by Christ Jesus. They'd oh, go, Jesus. Ah! We had, I can remember walking in the back door of our church. Jerry and Carolyn Seville were give, feeding us cassette tapes, and her mother and friends and everybody were giving us stuff, trying to help us. And because, you know, you can, when you talk about being a nominal Christian back then in mm -hmm. the 60s yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and 70s, uh, you know, everybody struggled with poverty. They struggled sure. with health and poverty. I mean, and the church thought it was, was God. And thought it was God. And so I have two little boys that are very ill, and one's always got a sure. runny nose and bronchial problems. Sure. The other one's got a tummy problem. And uh, so, I mean, when I found that out, it just, I can remember standing in a, in a place in our church there in Shreveport, and somebody just almost got, I mean, they got really offended at me, mm -hmm. saying that God's healed, my babies are healed, and they could clearly see their, their nose was right, running, right. you know? Well, so but I would I, say we're prosperous, and they could clearly see that <laughs> our clothes weren't new, our car wasn't new, and yeah. we had bills to pay. But yet yeah. we knew what the Word said. We knew the and Word was, was truth. I was so defiant about it. I just, I almost, I was almost angry, but not disrespectful. I just always said, no, well, I know right. the Bible says that, that His healing is for us, right. and my children are going to have to be healed. Right. You know, and I said, they got to have it now. Right, right. And so it was a determination in my well, own Well, look, heart. here you are. You know, 50 years yeah. later, you know, <laughs> yeah. and here well, I am 50 years later and been to all these nations. Well, Listen, stay with us these next few weeks because I, I, we want to talk about faith. I know you always think we talk about faith and we do. We love it. <laughs> but we want to talk there? about that you can live stable <laughs> yes. in unstable, unstable times. You can times. live healed That's in right, sick darling. times. That's you right. can live, you, you're, you can have stable teenagers That's in crazy right. times. You can raise your kids in crazy times you, because if we'll get in this word, and be people of faith. Right. And don't take the norm, this is what everybody does, but say, right. no, I'm standing with God. Here's That's what right. God said, and right. we're going to do it. So stay with us. We're going to talk about now faith and now God. How to Not fight. tomorrow God, yesterday yeah. God, today God. How this will work for you 
today. Well, and that's the thing, you know, it's right now. It's right now. Everything is God it wants to do it for you right now. Absolutely. And, and so that goes along with how we always leave you and greet you and talk to you about it. And what Terry has preached for 53 years now around the world, that there in Romans chapter 8, that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors and do it now. 